the Writer Magazine Insider Podcast. I'm Greg Drevenstead, Editor-in-Chief at Writer Magazine. Our guest today is Andre LaPlante. Andre runs Moto Ventures, an off-road training school started in 1998 by his father, Gary LaPlante. Andre has worked in the motorcycle industry for 20 years in various sales, marketing, and advertising roles, including 16 years at Cobra Engineering. Andre has raced motocross and competed in trials for 30 years. He took third place at the 2022 BMW GS Trophy Qualifier West, and he is a U.S. Motorcycle Coaching Association certified instructor. During this episode, we talk about Moto Ventures' dirt-first philosophy and the value of off-road training for motorcyclists of all ages. Even if you are a street rider, you can learn valuable skills that will help you ride more confidently on the street. We also talk about Andre's father, Gary LaPlante, a longtime motorcycle industry veteran who started and ran Moto Ventures for many years and wrote the book, How to Ride Off-Road Motorcycles. Gary is battling brain cancer, and we encourage listeners to show their support by signing up for training with Moto Ventures, buying Gary's book, or visiting his GoFundMe page and making a donation to help defray his significant medical expenses. Andre is a down-to-earth motorcycle enthusiast who is carrying on his father's legacy of training people how to be better riders. That's an effort we applaud and fully support. Andre, welcome to the show. Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me. Great. So you run Moto Ventures. It's a dirt bike uh, training school based in Southern California that was started by your father, Gary LaPlante. So for those who don't know Gary, he's been a well-respected member of the motorcycle industry for decades. He's been an R&D test rider, a mechanic, a PR coordinator, and a marketing manager for Kawasaki, Honda, and White Brothers. Uh, he's worked for the Motorcycle Industry Council, and he's raced. Uh, he's done trials, desert racing, motocross, enduro, and road racing. And one of the things that some people may not know about Gary is he's one of the original members of the infamous uh, Southern California Professional Bench Racers Association, or SCABRA, which was uh, an informal club of motorcycle industry insiders. Uh, when I worked for Mark Tuttle, he was the editor at Rider for many years. He would tell me some scabber stories, but those were the sort of stories that you weren't supposed to share with other people because I think those were some pretty freewheeling days back in the 80s and 90s. So, like I said, Gary's got this background. He's worked in industry for many years. But uh, so when did he start Moto Ventures? Yeah, we started Moto Ventures in, uh, I want to say, 1998. It was originally started as a tour company. Uh, so the idea was we would take people on tours in the Southwest and, um, you know, we found uh, that's where we found the need for training <laughs> because we get people out in the middle of nowhere and uh, find out that uh, the skills don't, uh, you know, they don't have the skills that are needed. Uh, and again, that's where we realized the need for motorcycle training. And uh, that's how our training business, you know, got made. So uh, Moto Ventures has this uh, dirt first philosophy. What does that mean mm -hmm. exactly? Yeah, dirt first. That's something that we're really proud of. You know, it's, it's um, the philosophy is when you learn how to ride in the dirt first, uh, it makes you a better motorcycle rider in general, uh, makes you a better street bike rider, makes you a safer rider. Uh, certain skills and techniques that we teach off-road apply to the street and, um, again, just makes you better uh, and a safer rider. Well, of course, I guess the advantage of, of learning to ride uh, in the dirt first is that you can be younger than 16. You don't have to mm -hmm. have a street license to operate a dirt bike, so you could train people at a very young age and then mm -hmm. they can learn to ride. And then if they want to ride on the street, they can do that when they're able to get a license. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. You know, uh, we, we, you know, we start kids as young as maybe five, six years old, uh, sometimes younger, but in general, about five or six years old. And, you know, it's amazing because Moto Ventures has been around for so long now. In many cases, you know, we run into people that we taught 
uh, as kids. Uh, and then now they're full on adults. Some even work in the industry uh, and they say, hey, you know, you taught us how to ride or your dad, you know, taught us how to ride, you know, many years ago. So it, it's it's a great thing. You know, it's a great experience to work with people like that. And uh, we, we try to create lifelong, you know, motorcycle riders. So when I started working for Rider, it was uh, in 2008. Um, mm-hmm. I was I came into working at the magazine as a street rider. I'd had no off-road experience. And I also wasn't a former racer or anything. So I was pretty much just your average street rider and uh, started working for the magazine. And of course, part of my job is to test motorcycles. And I had some challenges in the beginning where I think my enthusiasm exceeded my skill set. I crashed a few test bikes. But also at Rider, even though we focus mostly on street legal motorcycles, that also that includes dual sport motorcycles. And of course, especially in the last decade or so, adventure bikes are everywhere. And so adventure bikes, a lot of them can be ridden off-road. So again, I was working for Mark Tuttle. He was very patient with me there in the beginning. And he said, hey, you got to go take Gary LaPlante school. You got to go down. And you're based in Anza, California. Is that correct? Yeah, Anza, California. It's about 20, 30 minutes outside of Temecula. Most people know Temecula, um, you know, Southern California, kind of in between San Diego and Orange County uh, in the Inland Empire. But yeah, you mentioned, you know, as far as, you know, riding off road uh, and, and street bike riders, adventure bike riders, you know, that's a huge part of our clientele. You know, a lot of street bike riders that want to improve on their skills uh, and adventure bike riding. I, I think adventure bike riding is probably the fastest growing segment uh, in our industry. And uh, we get a lot of adventure bike guys that, you know, that have really never been off road or, or they go off road and it scares them. Uh, you know, and so that's why we have we have a, a training facility. I want to say it's roughly 350 acres, and uh, it's just a great place to hone your skills um, rather than you know out on your own in the middle of nowhere. You know, we have a great training center, and it's a great place to to build your skills for sure. So I took the two day camp with your dad and Brandon. I don't know if that guy Brandon still works there. It was a trainer, but um, uh, so it was uh, Gary and Brandon, and then it was me and my brother and my friend Eric, and all three of us we were in our thirties or forties. We'd all been street bike riders. None of us had dirt bike experience. You guys had a fleet of motorcycles that we could use. We were using Yamaha two fifties or four fifties, mm-hmm. I think. What what I don't know what kind of bikes you have in your fleet now. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Uh, so yeah, Brandon. Brandon's a great guy. He, uh, he he has his own career, uh, but he used to come out and uh, you know work with us. And it's funny because a lot of people, um, you know, they actually you actually learn a lot about riding by training other people. Right. Uh, you know, you you learn certain certain things. So, anyways, uh, yeah, uh, you know, we teach people. We've got all the motorcycles. We've got all the riding gear. So you know, it's great because even somebody with absolutely no experience, uh, like you mentioned, even kids. Uh, adults, uh, women, uh, men, you know, whatever it may be. We've got all the bikes, we've got all the riding gear. So you could basically show up with nothing. Uh, and by the end of the day, you're a motorcycle rider. One of my favorite parts of the day is, is at the end of the day, when somebody comes out and they take training with us and, and they have a great experience and they say, Hey, I'm going to go buy a motorcycle. One of the best <laughs> feelings. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, we live up in the LA area. We all went down and we got hotel rooms in Temecula. We spent two days training with Gary and, and Brandon and learned a lot. I mean, you guys walked us through step, step by step. And again, since we were, you know, like I said, I was 35 or so, all of us were, you know, late thirties, early forties, you know, not as spry as we were when we were kids. You guys walked us through a series of exercises that got us more and more comfortable. And I think for street bike riders, the biggest thing is, and it still freaks me out a little bit sometimes, is that it's just the low traction environment. You know, is it basically dirt bikes slide around in the dirt and learning to be okay with that because 
on the street, you can be in a situation where you maybe there's a patch of sand or there's a wet stretch of road mm -hmm. and a tire may break traction. And mm -hmm. for most riders, that's when they just, you know, they just, they, they just really tense up because they kind of freak out. But if you get some off-road riding experience and understand that motorcycles can be a little bit loose, but not be out of control, then I think you can be a safer rider in any situation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of one of the major points. You know, a lot, we get a lot of street bike riders, like I said, and a lot of street bike riders say, oh, well, somebody said this or somebody said that, you know, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. And, you know, the main difference is traction. Off-road, you don't have traction. So you, the focus is really on the technique and the fundamentals. And, uh, and that way, when you have traction, it just makes things that much easier. You know, so the progression of things, you know, we have a curriculum that we go through. You know, my father, uh, you know, set out this curriculum and uh, it's just great because we start off with the basics, you know, uh, foundation building, uh, you know, body positioning, you know, some of the basic most you know, key fundamentals, uh, we start off. Uh, and then as you progress uh, through the curriculum, you know, it, it uh, things get uh, more difficult, more challenging. Uh, we start to learn some more techniques. Uh, we go from level one to level two, and there's even level three. And, and just, you know, you start getting into more techniques. And uh, you make a great point, you know, about uh, street bike riders and, and traction and everything, because, you know, I go on group rides with street bike riders quite often. And uh, I was with a Triumph Club not too long ago. And it was funny because we'd be going through some twisties and anytime there's some pine needles in the ground or some, some dirt or whatever, these guys would stand the bike upright and they would slow way down, you know, and, and get real nervous. And I just, it's funny because you could always tell the dirt bike riders in the group because uh, <laughs> dirt bike riders, that stuff doesn't phase them as much. And uh, when we get street bike riders out to our place, one of the first things they tell me is that, wow, the bike is, is loose, you know? And, uh, but once you get used to it, you know, uh, loose is good. You know, I mean, loose is okay. You know, you, you get to uh, get comfortable with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, 95% of the miles I put on motorcycles, you know, with testing bikes, so forth is still on the street. I actually, the only bike I personally own is a KTM 690 Enduro. So I can go on some dual sport rides and some adventure rides and, I, I love riding off-road mainly because you get to go places. Again, I'm not necessarily a lot of on a track or anything like that, but it's more national forest roads and some single yeah. track and place like that is you can really get away from, get, get away from it. You can get away from cars yeah. and traffic and go to places you can't get to on a paved road, but it always, there's always that period of time for maybe the first 30 minutes or an hour where I have to kind of like rewire my brain a little bit mm -hmm. for the low traction environment where I'm like, okay, it takes me a while to get, I've got to kind of like loosen up a little bit because I'm tense at first. But, you know, I have to say the foundation of skills I learned at Moto Ventures in 2008, I went from there to riding a KLR 650. I've been on, you know, dual sport rides and tests and adventure bike rides, thousands of miles off road that I've, again, I'm not I wouldn't say I I'm, a, I'm a natural or native off-road rider, but I've learned enough to where I've actually come to really enjoy it, but also respect the low traction environment, particularly for big, heavy adventure bikes. Because again, I know a lot of people ride those and man, with all that momentum, when things go sideways and maybe not sideways in a good way, it can happen fast. So yeah, absolutely. And again, that's that's one of our biggest uh, clientele right now is adventure bike riders. Uh, you know, since the uh, pandemic, you know, uh, with COVID and everything, uh, a lot of people were buying motorcycles and, and hitting the road. Uh, you know, socially distancing. And, you know, that's where the adventure bikes come in. Uh, you know, that's the beauty of the adventure bikes is you can load those things up with all your gear, you know, some food, you know, hit the road. And, you know, the 
like you said, when you get off road, that's when things get serious, you know, and, and uh, a lot of people, a lot of people with adventure bikes, they never even take their bike off road. But then you get to the point where you, you know, you want to go from point A to point B. And the only thing that connects the dots is, is an off road trail or whatnot, fire road, maybe, um, you know, and, and yeah, same thing. All, all the skills that apply for a dirt bike apply to an adventure bike. Uh, your margin of error is a lot less on an adventure bike because you're dealing with a 500 pound beast uh, yeah. instead of a, a 250 pound dirt bike. So one thing that we do um, is is we like to do actually two days for adventure bike riders where we start off the first day on a lightweight, you know, nimble dirt bike. Uh, and we we try to show you these skills and get the muscle memory and all the same concepts apply to the big bike. Like I said, it's just your margin of error is less, you know, so when we say, you know, lean the motorcycle, well, you know, on your dirt bike, you could really get away with it. But on the adventure bike, you can't lean it as much. Right. But regardless, all the same skills apply. And, uh, and, and, you know, like I said, our training, it just, it really steps up a level, you know, when you take off-road training, whether it's on a dirt bike or even on your adventure bike. And it, it just, it really helps out when you get in the middle of nowhere and, and you got to rely on your skills. Absolutely. Well, and again, you know, a lot of the things about, about these modern adventure bikes is some of them have an incredible level of performance. You've got 1300cc KTMs and Ducatis and, and, and BMWs that make 150 or 160 horsepower. They've also got really sophisticated electronics yep. where you've got off-road ABS and you've got uh, traction control and so forth. And those things can add a little bit more of a safety net than you might have otherwise. But again, like I said, you just can't get beyond the physics of a five to 600 pound motorcycle in a low traction situation. And I've been on a lot of rides with people where, you know, it just, you, you can go fast on these bikes and then, but you have to be able to stop quickly when you need yeah. to You come around a blind corner or something, or there's a, there's another bike on the trail, or there's an obstacle or something. So yeah, learning those skills where you can, you can basically, you know, balance around uh, corners and deal with obstacles, but also to be able to stop quickly when you need to. That's probably the number one skill uh, off-road like that is if you're going to ride with any degree of speed, you've got to be able to stop fast in a situation where you don't have much traction or none at all. Yeah, you make lots of great points, you know, and that's that's another thing about our at Moto Ventures, uh, you know, with our training facility that we have, that's a great place to learn about the electronics and all the traction control, ABS, you know, what to do in this situation, uh, you know, how do you get your bike out of the sand, you know, let's say you bury the bike in sand, well, how do you get the bike out of there, you know, and, and so how to pick your bike up, you know, a lot of people take it for granted, but, you know, especially when you drop, you know, your bike, I mean, how do you pick that thing up, you know, and there's, there's definitely techniques, uh, you know, that help out. Uh, and that's what we do with our training uh, is we get you in this environment, you know, teach you how to do these techniques in our controlled environment before you get out in the middle of nowhere and, and, uh, and have to put that stuff to use. Um, so yeah, learn, learn all the gizmos, gadgets, ABS, you know, what to do, when to do it, how to do it, why you're doing it that way. It's, it's a, it's a philosophy. You know, and, and once you got it, you know, once you once you get the concept, like I said, when you get out in the middle of nowhere, it, it just really helps you, um, you know, gives you a step up for sure. So you guys have a fleet of dirt bikes. You've got all the dirt bike gear. So somebody could show up like no prior experience on a motorcycle, no gear whatsoever. And you guys can set them up. But do you also are there situations where somebody could bring their own motorcycle or you can have adapt your training where they do some of it on, say, an adventure bike? Maybe they don't start out on one, but you know, where they can, because it's like I said, a lot of people want to learn to ride their particular motorcycle better. Exactly. Uh, they may not own a smaller dirt bike back home. 
Yeah, no, that's very true. I mean, so yeah, you have the option of uh, renting a dirt bike and do the training on a dirt bike. And a lot of people would rather have that option because they don't worry about dropping one of our dirt bikes versus dropping their $20,000 <laughs> adventure bike or whatnot. You know, so yeah, there's the option of renting a bike. Uh, at the same time, we do have some adventure bikes as well uh, because we've been getting into it ourselves. Uh, we've got a couple of BMWs. We've got an 800, you know, which is, uh, you know, a lighter weight, you know, a more entry level uh, adventure bike, the 800. Uh, and then we also have a 1200 uh, GSA, you know, which is um, wow. kind of your typical adventure bike. I mean, that's what a lot of people have. And so, yeah, we do have the option of renting adventure bikes as well, or you could bring your own bike. You know, I had a guy the other day with a Harley Pan America and, uh, and he was amazed. It was funny because we did the first uh, hour or so of training. He, he didn't set his tire pressure. And then uh, at some point I said, Hey, what's your tire pressure? He says, I don't know, whatever the dealer set it at. And, <laughs> and we went ahead and lowered his tire pressure. And he was amazed at how big of a difference that made. Wow. So just little techniques like that, you know, people don't realize, or they don't take the time right. uh, to adjust their tire pressure, but it makes a huge difference. And this is stuff that we teach. You know, this is stuff that you, you learn uh, at our location at Moto Ventures. And it just, it helps you out when you get out in that, that big world out there. Right. Well, when I took the class with your dad uh, years ago, he said something several times that he had a phrase he used called feel is feel. And maybe you're familiar with this. Maybe that's a, something he's, but at the time I really couldn't sort of wrap my head around that because it sounds a little bit like, wait a second, what does that mean? But I mean, the, the thing about what I've learned to ride and off-road is that, you know, you really do have to have a, a feel for whatever traction you've got, a feel for the balance of your your body on the bike uh you know of what's the dynamics of the motorcycle because again things can happen very quickly off-road and you need to be able to respond to them so that is i think where the practice comes in not just the skills that you're learning or the exercises but doing it over and over again and getting a feel for a motorcycle in a an off-road riding situation yeah having the feel having the feel for traction you know having the muscle memory um you know you bring up lots of good points you know uh and this is something that you you gain, you know, we call it perspective. Uh, these are all Garyisms, you know, we call it Garyisms because <laughs> it's, it's these things that my dad has come up with. And, they, you know, these things should kind of go through your head as you're out there riding, you know, and uh, some of the Garyisms, you know, the feel. One thing is you mentioned earlier about braking, you know, how to how to stop. And, you know, we have a braking exercise, which is one of our most valuable uh, exercises. And we talk about the feel for the front brake. You know, a lot of people know how to hit the brakes and how to come to a stop and stuff like that. But a lot of people are scared of the front brake, uh, you know, and when we do these uh, braking exercises, we develop the feel for the front brake, certain things like that. We've, you know, we've had uh, customers come back to us and say, hey, I ride so much faster now that I know how to use the brakes, <laughs> you know, because the faster you ride, you know, it starts to get uncomfortable if you don't know how to stop, you know, correctly or, or whatnot. Also for street bike riders, you know, when you have good feel for the brakes, good feel for the front brake. You know, when that car pulls out in front of you, uh, you'll be able to stop and avoid an accident. For dirt bike riders, when you have a good feel for the brakes, you will fear no downhill. You know, <laughs> there's certain downhills that are yeah. steep enough that if you hit the back brake, you're gonna keep going. Right. And having that front brake control, uh, you know, will really help you as far as controlling your speed on, on hills, on descents, you know? And, and so, yeah, having the feel for traction and the brakes, you know, body positioning, uh, muscle memory, those are all huge things. Right, right. Well, hey, speaking of brake control, I'll never forget Brandon doing a rolling stoppy on a dirt bike, you know, basically yeah. on the dirt. I mean, so people, I mean, doing a stoppy on the street is, is a highly skilled thing that not many people can do, but I don't think I'd ever realize that in the dirt, you could 
control the break and the balance in such a way you could roll a stoppie in the dirt. And it was, it was really impressive again, because it's somebody like him who has obviously been honing his skills over a long period of time. So that's like I said, that it's, it's the exercises that you go through because for me, it's, I think, because I, it's one thing when you're a little kid and you get on a bike and you're like, you're kind of fearless. I mean, I was that way on maybe a BMX bike when I was a kid, but when I got off road and I was for the first time when I was 35, I was an adult and I was like, had all the adult fears of like, well, I don't want to get hurt or I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. Or you've got bad habits or something like that. And that's, I think where it, it for me, you talk about muscle memory. That's the really, the, probably the, the, it was the biggest challenge for me to overcome was to just like trust the process. Yeah. Trust the process, you know, and, and work your way up. You know, I say, don't go for the gold in the first run. You know, it's <laughs> something you got to work your way up. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't need to practice things that are very difficult. You need things that are repeatable. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, nothing difficult, just, you know, like when you have a breaking exercise, go out in a big parking lot, you know, big wide open area. And, and, you know, I tell people, Hey, do a breaking exercise, start off with doing the back break first. Forget about the front break. Just do the back break first and then start to incorporate some front break, Uh, you know, and eventually, yeah, you know, it's it's funny because I was reading through my owner's manual the other day and they're talking about an emergency stop and they're talking about in some cases when you do an emergency stop, the rear tire might come off the ground a little bit, you know, and yeah, you know, that's the nose wheelie doing a stoppy. And yeah, in the street bike world, uh, when you have traction, it's it's pretty cool and it's still highly, highly skilled uh, exercise uh, off road. Um, is a bit more difficult, but, you know, sometimes people think we're showing off or whatnot, but at the same time, I mean, that's the ultimate feel for that front brake and for traction because you need that front tire to have traction. And uh, of course, without that, you know, you you could get hurt. (laughs) So uh, let's talk a little bit more about the details of some of the training at Motive Ventures. So uh, again, you're in Southern California near Temecula in Anza, California, so what kinds of training schools or camps do you offer? Is it like a weekend or you have multiple days or what's it like? Uh, we do a lot of everything. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard. We don't just do one thing or another. I mean, we do group lessons. We do private lessons. Uh, we, we tailor to street bike riders, dirt bike riders, adventure bike riders, kids. I've uh, been getting a lot of kids out to our location. We do training year round. Uh, we've got a motocross track. We do trials, uh, motorcycle trials. We do, you know, like I said, adventure bike riding. Uh, we've got a series of exercises. We've got the curriculum. We do quite a bit of everything. You know, we've been getting a lot of government agencies, a, a lot of motor officers, police officers, um, you know, uh, government agencies, park rangers, gosh, you name it, you know, uh, even street bike riders, you know, a lot of uh, uh, CMSP, uh, California Safety Program, where, you know, they're street bike riders, and then they come out to our location to get their dirt bike training. Uh, Lee Parks is a great uh, friend of my father's, and uh, he sends people our way, because I think a lot of these people realize the benefits of dirt bike riding, not just street bike riding. Right. Well, and that's a that's a good point. I know that we've made it at, in Rider Magazine in our pages many times over the years, is it? Again, I was a street bike rider for years before I ever got on a dirt bike. And a lot of people are like, hey, I don't want to ride dirt bikes. I don't want to mm-hmm. become a dirt bike rider. So it's really, for some people, it's got to be a mindset of like, listen, I want to be a, a proficient motorcyclist, period. I want to be a, yeah. a safe, skilled rider where if you want to, whatever pace you want to ride at, you want to be able to do so confidently and safely. And so the skills that you can learn. Cause even I remember when I took the class with Gary, I, I was like, oh, I don't have a dirt bike. He's like, Hey, do you have a mountain bike? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, ride a lot, man. Just like yeah. get used to riding in the balance and, the, and, and line selection, all the things that yes. you would do is balance. It's, it's even lighter than a motorcycle. So in these days they are electric. There are these, all these e-mountain bikes where you can get a little bit of a power feeling, but 
it's like you don't have to become a dirt bike rider. You can go through dirt bike training and then take those skills and apply it to your motorcycling on the street. Same with riding on, a, on maybe a, a closed course racetrack. You don't have to become a track rider or a racer, but what you learn in that environment, you can take back home and do it on your Goldwing or your Harley or whatever it is. It's all kind of the evolution of riding. You know, a lot of people start out as kids on a bicycle yeah. uh, and now kids, they even have the little Stasic, you know, electric bicycles, yeah. Yeah. Uh, balance bikes. And, uh, and, you know, that's part of the evolution, you know, so you start off on a bicycle, maybe some dirt bike riding, street bike riding, adventure bike riding, but it's all designed to give you uh, that feel, that experience. Uh, my dad calls it uh, perspective, you know, the ultimate perspective, you know, when you don't have traction, that really gives you some perspective. So when you do have traction, it makes right. things a lot easier for sure. Right. right. Well, so, you know, for those that can, you know, if you live in Southern California, you can always fly into San Diego or LA and, and like say, stay in Temecula, go mm -hmm. uh, sign up for some training. You can go to motorventures.com. I'm sure you guys have your, your schedule and different types of training. Gary also published a book a number of years ago, How to Ride Off-Road Motorcycles. You guys have that available through your website as well? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so motoventures.com, uh, we do have the book for sale. Of course, it's on Amazon and eBay and Barnes and & Noble and you know, everywhere, you know, books are purchased. The book has been great for us. Uh, my dad wrote it, gosh, probably 10, 12 years ago. And it's a training guide. Uh, so the idea is people would come out to us to get training in Southern California. And uh, we get people from all over the country, even all over the world. People show up at Moto Ventures to get experience. And, you know, you purchase a book and it's a training guide. So, you know, when you're out there by yourself or with your friends or whatnot, uh, you could read a certain chapter maybe, uh, and then go out and practice, you know, and, and, and that's, again, it's just what we always say. It's not what you do at our location. That's the most important. It's what you do afterwards, you know, go, go practicing. Uh, my dad used to always say, Hey, what are you practicing today? And I'd say, Oh dad, I'm just trying to keep up, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you practicing on there? AJ, you know, are you cornering or counterbalancing or what are you practicing on? And so, and I, and I love seeing that, you know, I've got clients of mine that'll send me uh, messages uh, hey, Andre, you know, I was trying to go through this turn and, and I kept on going wide. What am I doing wrong? You know, oh, you're just not counterbalancing. You're not leaning the bike enough, right. you know, whatever. And, and we could kind of critique you. Uh, yeah, the website is a great source of information. Of course, we're on social media as well. We got Facebook and Instagram. Uh, if you just look up Moto Ventures or Moto Ventures Motorcycle Training, uh, you know, look us up online. But yeah, and, and then of course, you know, if you could sign up for a class, come out and see us. Southern California, we've got, you know, major airports within maybe an hour, hour and a half. Uh, we've got hotels, uh, you know, places to stay. We do camping events, you know, where a lot of adventure bike riders will come out to our location and they'll camp out. And then we do two days of training in a row. So lots of fun stuff that we do at our uh, venue. That's awesome. Well, and also for people that don't know, Temecula has got its own wine country. I mean, you could make a, yeah. a family vacation of it, holiday, go do some training. you got some other people that don't want to ride bikes can go uh, sample some wine or something like that. So, hey, listen, I want to ask about your dad. I know he's had some health challenges. Uh, how's he doing? Uh, yeah, dad's, uh, I hate to say it, he's not doing too great. He's been diagnosed with glioblastoma and it's, it's a brain tumor. And, uh, you know, unfortunately it's, it's, there's not really good news about it. You know, I hate to say it. Um, and it's nothing that he did wrong. You know, it's not from wearing a helmet too much, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's just something that happens. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, so, you know, it's something that we're, we're doing our best to deal with it and to, to cope, but unfortunately he's not doing too well. Um, he's in the hospital, you know, and, uh, uh, we're just trying to take care of him as much as we can and, and just talk to him and, and visit with him. 
Well, hey, I my heart goes out to you and your family. Gary's a great guy. Unfortunately, I haven't seen him in a few years. I know uh, he's got a lot of friends in the industry. Uh, a friend of his set up a GoFundMe page because I know even though you know Gary owns a small business and has health insurance, these days medical bills can really add up. There's a GoFundMe page. You can go to Go GoFundMe and search for Gary Laplant. Laplant is spelled L-A-P-L-A-N-T-E. We'll have a link in the show notes. Just want to provide as much support as we can for Gary. I mean, going through his school, buying his book, you guys have got, you know, Motoventures mugs and hats and t-shirts on your website. Anything you can do, like you guys do a great job. You guys really, like I said, my, my, you know, my career in the motorcycle industry really started only a few months before I took Gary's school. And it really helped me build a foundation for, um, I love riding all kinds of motorcycles. I still am like kind of a street bike guy at heart, but I love to do it. I need to come out and ride with you. I'd like, I need a refresher yeah. course. I really do. It's been a long time. So I've been on a lot of adventure bikes. I need to get back on some smaller bikes and come ride with you guys. So yeah, Greg, you need to come out sometime, come ride with us. You know, luckily my father, you know, he started this business, you know, over 20 years ago and we've really touched a lot of people, you know, as far as uh, he, he would always say, we put butts on seats yeah. and uh, you know, we've got a lot of friends in the industry. Uh, my father's friend, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Klein started the uh, GoFundMe and uh, he teamed up with a friend of ours, Hector Catamartori, which is a, uh, he's a world famous artist. And, uh, you know, Hector has offered some prints available. Uh, you know, if you're generous enough uh, and, and donate to the GoFundMe, uh, you know, you could get a, a signed uh, print. Uh, Hector is a, is a great human being. And, you know, Mike as well for setting up the GoFundMe, you know, has been phenomenal. My father and I, you know, we, you know, he had always planned on retiring at some point, but you know, this has been kind of a catalyst and we weren't planning on this, you know, I don't think anybody plans on, you know, something like this. So yeah, we're kind of caught off guard. So, you know, any help we can get, you know, paying medical bills and whatnot, you know, it really helps, you know, we don't come from a wealthy family and we're just motorcycle riders, you know, so yeah, gofundme.com and look up Gary LaPlante. Uh, any, any donations are appreciated for sure. That's great. Well, like I say, you know, Gary's got, he's got one of those personalities. I think the reason he's so well liked in the industry, I mean, he's, he's just got that kind of really upbeat personality. I had a lot of laughs at the training. And of course, especially when you got some, some guys that are trying to learn to ride dirt bikes for the first time, there's a lot of kind of bloopers and comical moments and stuff like that. He was patient with us. We had a lot of laughs and I'll never forget, like on your property there, there was some sort of rocky hill that looked like a goat could hardly even get up it and he had his trials bike out and he was just out playing around a little bit we were taking a break between exercise and then before i knew it he just headed right up that hill and was bouncing and so forth climbing up that hill and i was like man just what a what a talented guy on a motorcycle but just just a great guy in general so yeah he, he loves to ride and and he's an enthusiast and you know what he has done for our industry and for our sport you know i think is huge uh, he's put a lot of people on motorcycles. Uh, we get a lot of people from outside of the sport. You know, we're, we're not preaching to the choir, as they say. You know, we get a lot of people that don't ride and their first experience on a motorcycle is with us. And, and so that's kind of the most important thing is that first experience, because if, obviously if it's a good experience, uh, people will want to go out and buy bikes and buy riding gear and, and such. So for our industry, you know, it's huge, you know, getting that first initiation into the sport uh, is huge. I think when, you know, when we were younger, it was one of those things is here, here's a bike and go figure it out. You know, and a lot of people had crashes and uh, maybe they don't ride anymore or whatnot, you know, but 
on the other side of things, you know, we try to create, you know, that good experience and, and create lifelong motorcycle riders. So it's great for our sport, uh, keeps our sport healthy, keeps new riders coming into the sport. And these people that start off on dirt bikes, you know, often will graduate to street bikes and, and buy street bikes, whether it's a Honda or a Harley or a BMW, Ducati, you know, whatever it may be. Um, it's pretty essential for our business. We got to have the new riders. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we always do need to bring in new riders at younger ages because a lot of people are aging out. And so starting to ride at a young age, like my a buddy of mine down the street, he's got a, a kid who's six years old. We got him one of those Honda Gringer uh, CRF E2s to test out. So it's an electric yeah. dirt bike. So he it's quiet. He's get, he, he went from a Strider to a BMX bike. He's now on that little electric dirt bike. We're getting him rolling and that's the sort of thing where, you know, the, his next step would probably be to come to Moto Ventures and get some training or something as, as a kid, him and his some of his school buddies or something. And, you yeah. know, it can be a great family activity to go out riding dirt bikes. And then mm -hmm. ultimately, like I said, they may grow up to be lifelong motorcyclists. That's what we all need. Yeah. It's, you know, you make another great point because um, it's kind of a social thing too, you know? And so uh, we get people that don't ride motorcycles, but they say, Hey, that would be cool. That would be like a fun experience, you know? And, and so it's, it's kind of a social thing. So uh, we've been getting a lot of, you know, kids that want to do birthday parties out at our location. So, you know, come out with like five or six kids and, and we can host, you know, birthday parties and events. And, you know, it's a lot of fun. And who knows, you know, it may lead to lifelong riders, which is, again, it's what our industry needs. Sounds a hell of a lot better than a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, hey, Andre, we haven't met in person. I'm talking to you via Zoom. This is an audio podcast, but I really look forward to coming down to Anza, shaking your hand, meeting you in person, uh, yeah. getting a refresher through Moto Ventures. And again, anybody on the episode, you know, again, if you want to get some training, refresh some of your skills, learn some new skills, go to motoventures.com, check out what sort of training they have available. Uh, first step could be just buying Gary's book, you know, reading it, be a student of, of, of the skills of, of riding off-road. And again, we'll have a link to the GoFundMe page. Uh, any sort of support for Gary and his family would be much appreciated. So I appreciate you coming on the show. Appreciate your candor. I know it's a difficult time, but uh, it was great talking with you, Andre. Great talking with you, Greg. Hope to see you soon, man. Awesome. For the Rider Magazine Insider Podcast, I'm Greg Drevenstead. Thanks for listening and keep the rubber side down. If you've enjoyed listening to the Rider Magazine Insider Podcast, please subscribe, leave us a positive rating, and tell your friends. We also encourage you to visit ridermagazine.com where you can get the latest in motorcycle news and reviews and sign up for our free weekly newsletter. You can also subscribe to print and digital editions of Rider Magazine, which is published 12 times a year. Thanks again for listening.